if we can solve the riddle of the persons of Florida, I think we'll have reached another level of humanism. Welcome to episode 45 of the Humanist Agenda podcast. My name is Kenny. I'm Sherry. And I'm Rory. Rory, you're here with us this time. I am from the start. We didn't cancel you. (laughs) We tried, but (laughs) I know you just keep coming back like a bad penny. I'll keep turning up. (laughs) That's a weird phrase. (laughs) You've never heard that one before? No. How are pennies bad? Maybe I'm saying it wrong. It is like a common saying, something about a, a bad penny turning up. Oh, I've never heard it before. You just You'll have wait. to enlighten us next time. <laughs> if I can find it. A bad penny always turns up means someone might visit you uninvited at the last minute. It is an old English proverb and a complete sentence. There you go. <laughs> it is a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it before. Oh, I aim to teach. So it would describe scenarios like when like an in-law shows up unexpectedly or, or when a, things like that. When a canceled white man keeps showing up on a podcast, you know, similar stories. Uh, we'll just have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Rory. It's okay. I know. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so today we want to talk about something a little different than the last few weeks. Uh, We want to lighten up the mood, so uh, we decided that we're going to look at a particular topic, a particular topic that I think uh, pops up in news articles all the time, and this this topic is Florida Man. So I think, uh, Sherry, why don't you give us a little intro on what Florida Man is? Yeah, so I I did a little research, uh, very minimal research, um, about how this started. So my research is basically Wikipedia, but it's the best resource, I think, for this because uh, it originated in popular culture and in social media. So uh, I think Wikipedia for this one, while I would never use it as a reliable source regularly, I think it's okay this time. <laughs> Yeah, because I was wondering, how did this Florida Man thing come up? Um, And so it originated in 2013, um, and there was a Twitter account called Florida Man, and it basically just quoted a whole bunch of strange, bizarre headlines um, containing the words Florida Man, and it made it into a meme. So there were a whole bunch of memes and things, and, and people really caught on to it. Yeah, so that's kind of how it originated, and and it it really it really blew up from there. People really enjoyed reading it because there were so many stories that that had the words "Florida man" in it. And so I don't know if since then journalists have been like, "Oh, we need to include the words Florida man" in this. But like, <laughs> I I don't know how there are so many stories that have the words "Florida man" as as the the culprit of of the story. It's very possible. It's like clickbait now. I mean, yeah. if there's Florida man in the title. You know it's got to be good. <laughs> yeah, some outrageous, wacky adventure is going to ensue. So, yeah, I, I wonder, too, if uh, if popular media just kind of caught on that, hey, this is a, a thing. It's been memefied. We'll start uh, posting more of these types of stories. Yeah, and I mean, you know, newspapers and news media organizations need to have the clicks to get their advertising, so it's not a bad thing. They're always interesting stories. They're they're never normal. Always stories. interesting, always entertaining. There are worse things that you could uh be clickbaited into, I think. Yeah. It made me wonder why Florida like, what is it about Florida that makes the Florida man or Florida woman um, come to prominence within within the news? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, just think of the, the clientele that's in Florida when you have <laughs> uh, some distasteful po- uh, politicians that are down there. It's just, yeah, it's just almost like a cesspool of... yeah. The clim- undesirables. The climate is ripe for uh, 
for a certain type of person to to make themselves known and sensationalized. I was thinking a lot about like the physical climate because you've got a lot of humidity, a lot of heat. I know that I can't think straight when I'm experiencing a lot of humidity and heat. And then <laughs> so you're, bl- you're blaming on the heat. You're blaming <laughs> yeah. like the heat is causing people to go crazy. <laughs> Maybe a little. And then you've got a, like a combination of things. It's got to be a combination. So it can't just be the heat. But, like, you've got, like, weird um, animals, like, very exotic, I guess you would call them, animals of, like, alligators and, um, you know, things you don't typically see in, you know, uh, the northern hemisphere because you're getting closer to uh, the equator. You've got those those animals that are a little bit more um, able to survive in that climate. So it's, it's uh, I think it's rife with, with opportunity. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking, well, speaking about alligators, I feel like uh, uh, let me just read off this first title here. Oh, Kenny's going to get Florida. us started. <laughs> Florida man charged with throwing alligator into Wendy's. So uh, let me just set the stage. You know, you're a Wendy's employee. It's one thirty a.m. Life morning. is already hard enough as a Wendy's employee. Can I just say that? <laughs> like minimum wage. Exactly. Working well, at night. <laughs> exactly. Life is already hard. You have a man drive up asking for an order for a drink. This man drives to the window to pick up his drink. And as you are handing the drink over, you toss an alligator at you. <laughs> and the alligator now lands inside the Wendy's. And this man drives off. And uh, this man... Fortunately, he was arrested uh, because, uh, well, clearly throwing an alligator is not legal because uh, (laughs) he was faced with kind of three charges. Um, Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, (laughs) unlawful (laughs) sale, possession, or transport of an alligator. (laughs) Yep. And also petty theft because clearly he didn't pay for his drink. He literally just tossed the alligator. (gasps) How dare he? Exactly. How big was um, this alligator? Do you know? Was it like yeah? A so this was really oh, this is a it's a three and a half foot alligator. Um, apparently, uh, this gentleman uh, found the alligator on the side of the road and decided to pick it up <laughs> and put it into his car. His excuse after he was caught uh, was he thought this was going to be a funny prank, um, <laughs> and I will quote his mother who stated in the press, he's a prankster. He does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny. <laughs> mm. So, um... Imagine so being he, the he mother... Was... No, no, no. Imagine being the mother of this guy, getting a phone call, and having to explain why your child threw an alligator into a drive through window. Excuse I'd me, man. Well, first of all, <laughs> when you get the phone call and you find out your son is arrested... And then you ask, for what? Yeah. <laughs> and the, the reason is, oh, he threw an alligator into a Wendy's. Yeah. Alligator projectile through the window. I, I saw this headline, too. I didn't pursue it like you did, Kenny. But I was super curious about what the reasoning was. I'm like, did they not give him a straw for his soft drink or something? What could have possibly caused this man to act this way? But uh, I guess he's just uh, a prankster who goes too far. And we all know some of those, some people who just take a joke too far. Yeah. The, the other thing is, um, so he, he appeared in court and he did plead guilty to two misde- uh, misdemeanor charges. And the judge came down on him uh, and uh, sentenced him uh, to one year of probation, a $500 fine, uh, and 75 hours of community service. Uh, and he was also denied the defense, uh, the defense's request to keep the conviction off of his record. So <laughs> for his life, he will have this record <laughs> for throwing an alligator. You'll um, have to put that on job applications. <laughs> yeah. oh, exactly. Because, no. <laughs> you know, from the judge's perspective, and I'll quote the judge, this type of thing is not a prank, it's a crime. Yeah, I'd have to side with the judge on that one. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, yeah. Just the, the piece of resistance on the top of the story uh, from the judge's perspective is uh, 
he was also ordered to keep away from Wendy's. <laughs> I'm glad he wasn't sent to jail. I think it wasn't deserving necessarily of jail if nobody was hurt. Um, but definitely do some community service. Um, yeah, I think that was an appropriate punishment. Yeah. So you might be wondering what happened to the alligator. So just so everyone knows, the alligator was unhurt. Oh. Uh, a officer uh, from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission uh, uh, picked it up uh, and released it back into the wild. So the alligator's okay. fine. His crazy this adventures. Was, yeah, I bet this was not the first time that officer from the wildlife conservation or whatever had to do something like that. So <laughs> it's probably old hat for him. Uh, you know, alligator bites happen every now and then uh, in Florida. So they, you know, these officers definitely deal with, you know, nuisance alligators, things like that. Unfortunately, like nuisance alligators have to be either uh rescued and like keep uh kept out of nature or they have to be put down so uh, that's why with alligators don't touch them don't approach them and definitely do not toss them into a wendy's (laughs) (laughs) lesson of the day (laughs) yep well kenny you sure went big with that story see i figured i was gonna start low and build up to my uh my grand finale so my first Florida man story is a Florida patient, person admitted to a hospital, loses patience, steals ambulance to get home from hospital. So fed up with waiting at the hospital, a Florida man decided to steal an ambulance to get home. Danny, I'm not going to say his last name, was taken to the hospital Tuesday night after his neighbor reported him to be drunk and suicidal in his lake, Lady Lake home, the report said. After waiting for two hours to see a doctor... Danny got frustrated and decided to steal an ambulance to get home, according to Fox affiliate WOFL-TV. Lake County Sheriff Sergeant Fred Jones told the TV station it was one of the strangest things he's heard of since joining the agency. Been doing this job for 21 years in Lake County, and I think it's the first I heard of this, Jones said. You're taken to the hospital because you're drunk, and now you're in an ambulance you've just stolen to get back to your house. This could have been bad. Danny parked the ambulance in his neighbor's driveway to get back at them because he thought they had first reported him to the police. Oh. <laughs> As if they wouldn't know it was him that stole it. <laughs> I mean, just the the system of logic is obviously broken, but I think it's very adorable, the system of revenge that was placed for... And, Obviously, he was DUI as well while he was doing this. So if we take a step back, obviously, it's a terrible crime. But looking at it at face value, everybody gets tired of hospital wait times. Nobody likes waiting around. And this poor Florida man, Danny, he just had enough. Yeah, I kind of feel him. I, you know, having waited my fair share of time in medical uh, systems, I think, you know what, at some point you're just like, okay, where's the nearest vehicle? I'm just going to go home. <laughs> and to him, the nearest vehicle was an ambulance. And so that's, right. that's how he didn't call an Uber, didn't call a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get that. That's the first Gotta thing I thought. Home. Like, <laughs> is Uber not available in Florida? What's going on? Well, hey, we're being prejudiced now. We're assuming that he had his phone with him. I mean, maybe he's one of those people who avoids technology and... Likes his drink, and he just, he had no other way out of that hospital. He doesn't like any technology except for the four wheels that can transport him home. <laughs> exactly. With sirens. Yes, I, I sincerely hope that he had some fun with that siren on his way. <laughs> I don't know, I do like the story of, like, the fact that it's a revenge story against the hospital. When people pro- there were probably like, eh, okay, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. We have other ambulances we were using. Uh, <laughs> so that's fine. But like, he's like, oh, I told them. I told that hospital. I showed them. And then I showed my neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Two birds with one stone, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds with one ambulance. <laughs> that's right. Two birds with one ambulance. <laughs> It's kind of cute. I kind of like the revenge aspect of this. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn, my lady. Okay. 
Well, my I'm going to start off with the one story that caught me because I am a teacher. Um, so this story is titled, um, Man Used Template He Found on Pinterest to Print Counterfeit Money at Pasco Library. And so this is a man who is accused of printing a whole bunch of money at the library. Um, and he found a template on print, on Pinterest uh, to print the bills. And uh, he printed the fake money on resume paper he bought at Walmart. Uh, and later he tried to sell the fake cash on Facebook. And so... The detective said it wasn't very good. It was on plain paper quality, but he didn't really have a specific reason for printing it. He said he just said he wanted to see what they would turn out like. <laughs> and so it did it did land him in jail because uh, he gave some of the cash to his landlord uh, who did call the sheriff's office. And so he was charged uh, with forgery. Um, yeah, I just thought it was Wait, funny. So he tried <laughs> he tried to sell the cash on Facebook. Yeah, so he said like you you can purchase five hundred dollars worth of counterfeit money in exchange for two hundred fifty dollars of real money. <laughs> Boy, it doesn't come cheap, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't understand. Dollars, right? <laughs> I mean, you would have to be a pretty slow person <laughs> to realize that's got to be a scam right on facebook if someone's trying to sell five hundred dollars worth of cash for 250 also what are you searching on facebook like what because people would go in the marketplace and you have to search for things that you want are people searching for money i'm looking for money <laughs> please give me money <laughs> you know i've never tried it but never know. yeah I don't want to work for it. I just want money. <laughs> just give it to me. <laughs> I love how, I love the creativity and ingenuity that this man sort of has. He, I don't know why he was searching for fake money. If he was maybe just on Pinterest and it came up. Uh, so maybe the algorithm sent it to him for some reason. But I love how he used Pinterest. Pinterest is like the <laughs> social media site for, you know, people who want to redecorate their bedrooms or learn how to cook a recipe. And he went on there for printing fake money. <laughs> and then he did it on regular paper. <laughs> He wasn't like, oh, this money that I have is on a paper that is, uh, you know, a little bit different than regular quality paper. I'm going to go buy it at Walmart. <laughs> Some Monopoly money quality forgery right there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine going to pay for something with that money. Like the cashier would look at you like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Clearly it feels different and it just won't hold up like money at least u.s money is uh it's a cotton blend like it's not paper so it feels different <laughs> anyways <laughs> this is why i love our plastic money <laughs> yes yeah i just thought he was nice and creative and uh he took a different means of of making some money there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> using for Facebook sure and all of that yeah i love it when they have a redeeming quality of some sort even if you have to look pretty hard to find yeah. it. Gotta love an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round two. <laughs> um, so this title is Florida man bets a hundred dollars on a Trump win. Now is being sued for not paying up. <laughs> so let, let me set the stage. You have a Trump supporter. He loves Trump. He has a friend who is a Biden supporter. And, you know, they go at it at each other on Facebook. Obviously, uh, one person will comment, the other person will counter. Um, but they decide to make a bet. Um, and the bet is, if Biden won, uh, the Trump supporter would have to hand over $100. That's the bet. And obviously, it's a reverse of uh, Trump won. But uh, as we all know, 
Biden won. Mm. And this uh, Trump supporter refused to acknowledge <laughs> the election results. <laughs> even after recounts and even after the Supreme Court's rejected the lawsuits challenging Biden's victory. Um, so the Biden supporter really had no choice. You know, he decided, you know, I'm going to sue for this money. He's going to sue for his $100 plus $250 for the court fees and $300 in interest for unpaid <laughs> uh, uh, the unpaid bet. So Interest. Um, <laughs> Got to charge that yeah. interest. <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, basically, uh, the Biden supporter you know, was quoted saying, you know, you should have the integrity in your principles to follow through with what you have pr uh, promised. And this is the response of the uh, Trump supporter. Bro, the elections are determined by the courts, not the networks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I kind of had a feeling, because we all know how long Trump held out claiming that the, the election was stolen from him. I kind of had a feeling that this was going to be inspired by that. It's so strange that people still believe that. Uh, it's so weird. Yeah, so clearly you're you're not going to change this person's mind. And basically, they did have a hearing. So on March 10th, they had a hearing uh, where these two gentlemen decide to settle their beef. Uh, uh, essentially, the Trump supporter agreed to paying $100 plus $215 in court, in court costs. But according to the deal, the money has to be returned if the election's results are overturned <laughs> by September 10th. Mm, of course. So we still, we still have to wait until September 10th to see whether Trump is going to be president. Final and outcome. If Trump is, exactly. If Trump is the president by, uh, before September 10th, that money has to be returned. <laughs> Do you think, though, he'll come up with another reason? Like, because he was saying, I'm not giving it to you because the courts haven't decided yet. Do you think he'll come up with another reason to not give him the $100? Or do you think this is set in stone because it was decided by a courthouse so, to say so you the have money, to give? So the money is paid. So oh, the money has been okay. exchanged. Uh, the, the clause is uh, the money gets returned to the Trump supporter if Trump gets back into power by September 10th. So we still have a few more months to go. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute about the Biden supporter who decided to really stick it to this Trump supporter and take <laughs> it all the way to court to get his $100? Like, does that not seem a little ridiculous, too? Yeah. And the thing is, it wasn't like a verbal bet, too. It wasn't. So the reason why I went to court was this wasn't a verbal, like, bet. It was documented <laughs> on like, on uh, on social media, so it was a documented bet. <laughs> I think I think the motivation of the Biden supporter was this guy keeps going on and on about how Trump won and he didn't win, and I'm just gonna show him <laughs> for the last time that Trump didn't win and that he's totally wrong. Just a big old reality check. Yeah. <laughs> Stick it to him for that hundred bucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. So needless to say, um, I'm, I'm sad to say that unfortunately they have both decided to unfriend each other on Facebook. <gasps> oh, <Aww>. how tragic. <laughs> I mean, no surprise, oh, well. <laughs> but like, it is a little sad. I was hoping they would still be friends. And still make bets with each other, maybe just not on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's tough, though. Lots of friends with different politics unfriend each other on Facebook. Or maybe not friends, but high school acquaintances who learn your politics. It's happened to me. I've been unfriended by people who've learned that I am a filthy progressive. <laughs> <laughs> I've unfriended people because they have conservative <laughs> views, so... Uh, really? <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I don't unfriend people. I mean, I s completely silence them. Like, I yeah, unfollow. Like, turn off notifications. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, no now, notifications. But I actually want to, like, see what they're posting. Yeah! Like, I'm always Peer super in there. curious. <laughs> I'm super curious about, like, what they're posting. 
And basically, sometimes I might like take a screenshot and maybe like send it to a mutual friend and go, you know, add a <laughs> haha <laughs> to it just to kind of, you know, have a good laugh. I unfriended people before we had that feature where you could unfollow somebody. It was either ah. your friends and you see everything or you're not and you see nothing. And I said, I don't want to see anything from this person. So bye bye. That makes sense because if it just showed up in my newsfeed, like I want to have to pursue it. Like if I'm in it for a laugh, I want to track that person down and look up the stories. I don't want it to just be there as I'm scrolling through Facebook. Conservative propaganda. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes if I just need a good laugh, you know, I'll just go to those profiles and just see what are they posting today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're active too. What crazy, what crazy articles are out there today? Like at least my conservative friends, they're very active with the number of larky, ridiculous posts that they do put up like every single day. That's diligence. I don't post near that often on Facebook. I often wonder like, what are they doing all day that they have time to like, <laughs> find all these articles? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I have a lot of... Yeah, I have a lot of anti-vax people, so like it's just surprising every time I go to like one of their pages. I'm just like, how do you have time to like find <laughs> all of these articles? This is their research, yeah. man. They've been going at this. It takes a while to find those articles too, because like the first things that come up in a Google search are you know the legitimate ones, <laughs> and so you're gonna have to dig. To you get need to, to like dig yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, they. They might have their channels pre-established, like they got their pipelines to this sort of mm. uh, rhetorical nonsense. So resharing things people, other people post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're part of a Fair. network. They're they're webbed in to everybody who's posting all this. Uh... Don't don't tell them though. But I always flag their articles as uh, <laughs> inaccurate or things I like that. I do too. So I do too. I, so oh, I I. I I do have to say I'm very proud to have been able to successfully take down certain articles and uh, TikToks because of my reporting. (laughs) Don't tell them, though. Well done, Kenny. Yeah, I'm giving you you. a special gold star for that one. (laughs) But that's why I, I like I'm. Still friends in quotations with them because I want to be able to like <laughs> just quietly antagonize them <laughs> and take it down. Like it. All right. Good for you. I'm going to hit us with our next story of a Florida man. This one is a uh, Coast Guard rescues Florida man running in a bubble in the ocean again. <laughs> <laughs> an ultra marathoner's attempt to run from Florida to Bermuda in an inflatable bubble was cut short when Coast Guard towed him back to land for the second time. The organization wasn't happy about it as it posted a series of critical tweets stating that the aspiring bubble runner, Reza Bellucci, had flouted his safety orders. Bellucci voluntarily ended his voyage, according to the Coast Guard on Twitter. And here's the Twitter post. Hydropod voyage from Miami to Bermuda had recently been determined to be manifestly unsafe. (laughs) Bellucci had intended... Hold your how, questions how until far, how okay. But how far did he get? <laughs> well, maybe this will help answer that question. Okay. Bellucci had intended to be at sea for five months, raising money for children in need and to inspire those who lost hope for a better future. Earlier this month, the Coast Guard had ordered Bellucci not to depart because your vessels and the conditions under which you are attempting to complete your voyage to Bermuda is unsafe. Bellucci wrote on his website Wednesday that he had secured a support boat to lead him into international waters that he intended to depart from Pompano Beach, Florida on Friday. It's unclear when he departed. Maybe that's not entirely the answer of how far it is Florida to Bermuda, but he planned to be out there for five months, which brings up a whole host of other logistical questions to my mind. Like, did he pack his bubble with supplies? Does the boat have supplies and they were going to, you know, feed him? How is he going to get rid of his waste while he was out at sea in his bubble? I just... I... So by the time he gets to Barbina, is his bubble just filled with human feces? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions about this voyage, but... Uh... I like that he tried to do it for a good cause. He's trying to inspire hope and uh, do something crazy and 
he hopes inspirational, but yeah, not the, the most distance. The distance between Florida and Bermuda is approximately a thousand seven hundred kilometers. Woo! Like so, how? <laughs> yeah. Well, he is an ultra marathon runner, but uh, in a bubble, fighting waves. Yeah, that's that will likely push you. Somewhere or current. else. <laughs> like, I don't know how you even move at all while you're running. It, I would think it would just go in like like a hamster wheel circle. And I'm sure that's what <laughs> he came to. He probably got so exhausted because he's going in a circle. I don't know. It, like, they're not sure when he departed. I assume he got a fair ways out into uh, maybe not all the way to international water. But he must be able to make progress somehow. Maybe his bubble is fitted like looking at this picture, it looks like his bubble might have little paddly type things on the outside. So maybe that helps him uh, propel forward as opposed to just, you know, stay in place in a futile, exhausting effort. But yeah. It does sound dangerous, though. <laughs> I found him to be one of the more inspiring Florida men that I read about <laughs> while on this project. Mm. Um, current flights from Florida to Bermuda is about a 500 bucks round trip. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but why go flying when you can make the trip in a plastic bubble? <laughs> you don't have to be around anyone else. I'm just else. saying. <laughs> COVID safe. There's nobody around you to taint your bubble. Mm-hmm. I think you this is a good at- idea. Got to look at the upsides to this. Judge him too harshly. Mm-hmm. Travel's changing yes, now. We got to change with it, right? And you know this article maybe it may be COVID free, but I mean, as you're in the bubble and your human waste is just being flung up to the <laughs> stop and stop showering on you. I mean, my God. <laughs> now this article is from 2014, so I feel like he's ripe to to make attempt number three. <laughs> any day now <laughs> if he hasn't already and he's just floating somewhere out there in the middle of the ocean yeah i hope not i hope he didn't make attempt number three and we just don't know about it <laughs> he's just out there <laughs> oh dear well i also have an inspirational person um that you might appreciate um and this isn't necessarily the original article but it's a vice article and um they actually talked to the man in question about this. Um, so uh, the title of the article is this security guard filmed all his farts for six months <laughs> and went viral. <laughs> so this man is working in a hospital in Florida. Um, he had just moved there um uh, to help his mother after his father passed away. And so he saw all of these security guard uh, postings. And so he decided to take a security guard posting and they really liked him. They liked his personality and they thought he was funny. And uh, so they put him out at the front desk to, to I don't know, ease the tension of people coming to the <laughs> hospital. And so um, he uh, he filmed a fart and sent it to his friends because he was in this big room and there was a lull in people and he liked the acoustics in the room. So he filmed this <laughs> fart <laughs> and sent it to his friends and his friends said, you need to like start an account of this on Twitter or whatever, social media. And um, so he did and he called himself Paul Flart. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the Paul Blart play on words. I yes. got it. I yes. get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, he started this social media account and I guess he filmed um, all of his farts for six months and um, became pretty well known, um, particularly in Reddit. And I think his employer found out and ended up firing him, which is sad. No. But he has, but he has like a, I can't remember, a Patreon. So you can still, I think, go see in his videos. <laughs> Um, but... So wait, you're saying we can pay him a monthly subscription to get access to his yes. flatulence, his yes. fart content, the the sound of his flatulence. Yes, 
Yes. Oh, um, gosh. People called him inspiring. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, somebody said that they stopped doing heroin for him. <laughs> Wow. Which, uh, that's quite something. Um, yeah. And it brings people joy, which is all right for me. I'm okay with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, Paul Flart, and uh, he's filming his farts still, I guess. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I have <laughs> but... to know, is there is there like a long-form fart montage where it's just like or best of farts where he's just all of his best (laughs) rippers just one after another you know like the classics i'm sure there is i'm sure there is and i really want to show you this photo of this guy um from a screenshot from instagram on vice because he just looks like the kind of guy who would fart (laughs) at his workplace (laughs) we'll put in a note (laughs) hang on can i (laughs) but um, oh yeah! I'm sorry. <laughs> I just love uh, him so um, much. He just looks so silly. He's got a little mustache. I just love it. <laughs> yeah, Sh- Sh- Sherry, you you have now gotten me down into a rabbit hole because you mentioned about the Patreon. Yes. You mentioned about the fart, and in a Google search on for Patreon, mm-hmm. there are several Patreon providers that are providing fart content oh my god how is this a thing <laughs> there is a patreon that creates uh stupid uh like music videos out of fart sounds um there's someone that's creating uh different recordings of farts uh one is creating uh, music and music videos with farts oh so for the uh, uh the music video with farts um, you would need to pay $13.50 per month to oh get access God. to it. So, oh my so God. less than a Netflix account. <laughs> wow. Question, how are people able to make money off of, off of this? Who's paying? <laughs> right? Do you think it's like, I don't know, I hate to say it, but do you think it's like a kink thing of like, oh, some no. people enjoy it? Because, like, some people enjoy, like, weird sounds, like ASMR kind of thing, right? Yeah. Maybe it's, like, an ASMR thing. That it might be triggering somehow, and, ugh. Uh, yeah. Have I made the wrong career choices? (laughs) I don't know. I think I need a side gig. (laughs) I'm there with you guys. Like, here I am working a nine-to-five like a sucker when I'm buying (laughs) cases of brown beans and getting myself on, what was this, Twitter or Vine or TikTok? It's it's Patreon. Patreon. Patreon, yeah. Okay, we're done. We're done with farts for now. (laughs) We're done with farts. We're ready to move on to... uh, I only have the three articles today. My grand finale, mm-hmm. Florida people, great people of Florida, found their way into the headlines. And I, I still want to keep our order. So, Kenny, you go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, like, are, you want to go? Uh, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll end my segment with um, Florida man is attacked and killed by a giant bird. The mm. first human to be killed by the species <laughs> since 1926. <laughs> So there was another. I want to know yes. about the 1926 <laughs> so, story. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, we, we have to set the stage as usual. You, you know, Florida. I think Sherry, you already mentioned Florida tends to have weird animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only does Florida have weird animals, but people love to actually keep weird animals. I mean, you know, you're, I'm, I'm picturing, you know, the Tiger King type of individual that keeps, you know, various wildlife uh, in their backyards and things like that. But um, there's this uh, man that uh, essentially had several exotic animals uh, and he basically kept one, although he had several exotic animals, there was one animal that was unique in his collection. Uh, have, have you guys ever heard of a cassowary? No, sir. So, it's a emu-like bird. Uh, it's originally from Australia. Uh, it can stand up to six feet tall. So, it's a pretty big it's bird. A big bird. It can weigh up to 130 pounds. It has two very muscular legs. And each of its legs has a very dangerous claw, uh, 
with a length of up to five inches. So it's a, it's basically a walking raptor. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. that's what it is. I'm picturing it's, it's a walking dinosaur raptor. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So it is quite a beautiful bird. Like if you actually look at pictures, it, I think it's that it's quite a beautiful bird. It's just very big and very scary. When you'd want in your own but, personal um, collection. Yeah, it, it's it's a flightless bird, and it basically runs and charges and then claws you to death. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> but um, but uh, this person who has over 100 exotic animals, he unfortunately fell into the pen where these uh, these birds were located uh, and was attacked by at least one of them. Um when rescue workers arrived, uh, they found him uh, severely injured on the ground between you know, two pens and one very angry bird <laughs> standing next to him. So the bird was obviously agitated. And when they tried to you know, help him, um, they, the bird was trying to claw them through the fence. So uh, it's, a, it's a very, very nasty bird. But um, yeah, so this... <laughs> was the first recording of being of someone being killed by one of these birds since 1926. And the last time this happened, this was in Australia, uh, when someone uh, who was being chased by one of these birds accidentally fell uh, and was, uh, uh, was ac- accidentally um, cut them, or the bird kind of ran over this person and actually caused the person to bleed to death. But... It was a an accident, and but strangely that this is the first time in almost almost twenty years. Oh, sorry, uh, almost, almost a hundred years. years that yeah, yeah, oh that someone gosh. was killed by this bird. So we don't actually know what happened to the birds and the animals because all these animals are, were went up for auction. So um, I guess someone has purchased this murderous bird and it's <laughs> living somewhere in Florida right now. <laughs> Wait I a hope minute. that the Wait. bird didn't get like put down or anything because of this. That would be sad. Nope. They were all auctioned off. They all They're survived all and were auctioned off. <laughs> I want yeah. the one that tore Some... his face off. Yeah, this bird has exactly. a kill count. I don't know if I want that thing, you know, eyeing me down. Like, does it know what it did, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> it's biding its time. <laughs> yeah. Till yeah. it can get freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with so many other animals, when they when they get that taste for blood, we we don't abide them to keep on going. But this bird gets this privileged existence. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this one, but I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm so immature that when you said Angry Bird, I started laughing a little bit, even though it was totally the wrong time to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will let me quote you the um, the investigator from the medical examiner. You don't want to mess around with them. They have no sense of humor. So that was his quote. <laughs> At least he made history. The guy yeah. who died. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he will live on as the first person in a century to feel the wrath of this particular angry bird. But all big birds like that, like emus and ostriches. Yeah. They aren't very nice. Like, I, I have been up close to an emu before and fed it th- uh, off of my hand they're they are very aggressive mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I i was in australia and i was feeding uh kangaroos and emus the emus were very pushy <laughs> I mean, they, <laughs> they butt their way in to like get get at the food and peck at you yeah my actual like at first you hear giant bird takes down a human you're like what why but then when i understood what kind of a bird it was it, it made a little bit more sense because i i have a healthy respect bordering on fear for ostriches and birds of that sort yeah yeah it it, it wasn't like you know a robin yeah it was a big bird <laughs> or a, a flight bird that i see this is my creativity taking over i'm like was he teetering on the edge of a balcony and this giant bird just came and swooped and knocked him off and and he fell from some high height uh, no much more gruesome and deadly in one-on-one combat style yeah so i don't mess with big birds don't mess with big birds (laughs) stay away (laughs) well i'm gonna try my best to uh 
to provide a story that uh, matches this. This one is far less inspirational and more crazy kooky than my previous two. And it's of Florida woman, because I don't think we've given enough respect to Florida woman yet. Florida woman drunkenly bites man's fishing line, swims away with lure, police say. <laughs> no, okay. I have so many questions, but you tell us the story. Get, get ready. A Florida fisherman got quite the catch Tuesday, but it happened to be an intoxicated 22 woman instead of a prized fish, according to... Authorities were called to the St. John's County Pier at 6 p.m. after a fisherman said a woman bit his fishing line and swam off with his lure. The fisherman told deputies that Alexandria, 22, appeared to be intoxicated when she swam up to his fishing line and cursed at him, according to the (laughs) police report. The 22-year-old woman then allegedly bit the fishing line and swam away with the rigging. When Turner was asked to come to the pier office, she reportedly became belligerent and refused to walk inside. She then started upsetting the sense of public norm at the pier when the police tried to take her into protective custody. She refused to let deputies put handcuffs on her and screamed, I'm effing naked, several times. (laughs) The report said she was later arrested. For disorderly <laughs> intoxication and resisting arrest without violence. So yeah, wow. an exotic creature of a different sort featured <laughs> in my story. Mm-hmm. Um, question: um, She bit the lure. Is that does that mean that the lure was hooked in her mouth, or ah. like, what is going on? Much. Much nastier if we go that line. I, I believe she just bit the line, so I'm picturing that she grabbed the fishing oh. line, used her teeth to snap it, and then swam away with the lure. Like uh, like an angry I fish. See. An angry, naked, belligerent fish. I was wondering the same thing at first, but then I got to that conclusion. Once she confronted him, I would assume that he would not try to catch her with the lure, um... Or try and reel in his line once she had grabbed it and started fighting it. No, no, there's Although no. It would have been pretty funny. <laughs> that... yeah. There's no video evidence of this, so I'm just going to make up my own uh, projection of the way I think this all went down. I'm She's picturing the one that, that got away. Friendly. <laughs> I can't wait for your rendition. Um, <laughs> I'm picturing that this this friendly intoxicated lady decided that it was a good time to go skinny dipping near the pier. But lo, this evil fisherman, casting his line, threatening her life with his fishing rod, what was she to do other than grab the line, curse him out, and bite it off, and swim away with his lure so he could never harm another naked swimming lady ever again? There you have it. Why is she naked? I (laughs) don't know. (laughs) Don't you get naked when you And why does she show up... Why did she show up to the office naked as well? You said she like showed up at uh, whatever that office was, right? You know, this could be a detail I'm overlooking because it's not actually stated that she was naked, only that she screamed, I'm effing naked. <laughs> she might oh, actually okay. have been confused about whether or not she was wearing clothes. I'm not sure about that detail. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that she it is, but you never know. You never know with Florida man or woman. <laughs> That's the moral of our story today. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> All right. That's the best I got. What have you got, Sherry? Oh, no. That that was it for me. That was I, it for... The little cherry on top was my farting story. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> yeah. Paul Fart. Yeah. I, I, I have some other... I, I've read some other side stories that I didn't include here, but there was one... Um, that had a naked component, or actually two stories with naked components oh, in fantastic. it. Oh, so fantastic. I'll start with one. I'll, it'll just be a very quick story, but uh, there was a man who was running around Chip Filet's parking lot naked, um, avoiding being arrested, uh, and yelling at officers that if, uh, if they looked at him uh, and looked at his penis, he would be gay. They would be gay. So, um, so that's one. <laughs> Um, good correlation. And then there's there. another one where good, excellent correlation mm-hmm. <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, and then there was a Florida woman who was uh, found alive 
uh, after gone being missing for 20 days, found alive, naked in the sewer system. Um, apparently, she went uh, swimming in a canal, found a doorway, and she got curious and went into the doorway, which led to a series of tunnels. And then she got lost in the tunnels and couldn't find her way out of the tunnels. And um, that's how she was eventually found inside the swords, yelling, you know, at people above to come get her. <laughs> so I was like, how did she get found if she was lost to the sewers? <laughs> she was just oh, she was, you know, you picture, picture, you know, the sword grates and you're just yelling at people <laughs> to come rescue you. Oh, my God. So lots of it's like somebody walking past to, because that's like your nightmare those are like the movies about like it the clown in the sewer right, right. like you look into the grate and exactly. there he is like you look in the grate and there's a woman screaming at you exactly <laughs> terrifying i mean you know we all we all know like kellyanne conway's down there oh, screaming totally. and trying to take people <laughs> You guys have seen the SNL skit, right? No, I need to see it apparently. <gasps> okay, now now I will need to link this. But there's an SNL skit where uh, Kellyanne Conway is it in the sewer <laughs> trying to lure Anderson Cooper. I already like to, it <laughs> to come to come into the sewer. <laughs> it's the most hilarious uh, skit ever. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah. Still, it brings up a lot of questions. Number one, why is that woman naked? And also, why is that man naked running around Ch- Ch- uh, Chick-fil-A? We will never know. It, it's true. Why does this journey require the absence of clothes? <laughs> and that's what we do here on this yeah. podcast. We look at humanity and figure out why we do things. And uh, we will just never know those answers. <laughs> If we can solve the riddle of the persons of Florida, I think we'll have reached another level of mm. humanism. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, that was good. That so, was a nice thanks for listening. Conversation. <laughs> Quite enjoyable. Yeah, it's it, it's good to sometimes take a, a breather from the chaos in this world. But um, I wish the best of luck to all of Florida. Please continue to um, continue to be weird but not too weird so that we can enjoy it. <laughs> Absolutely. Stay strange, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love you. We love reading about you. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you guys later. See you later. Bye. Did you want to hear one of his parts? I wonder if I should play one if I could. I, don't I have one know. of his videos. Here. I mean, it, it might be a slippery slope. I might hear one. Go ahead, Cherry. And then I just have to hear them all. <laughs> mm.